At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Lombardi Line with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard on VSEN. We welcome you in. It is the Lombardi Line, live from Las Vegas, our Circus Sportsbook Studios downtown. We're presented by BetMGM and so excited to have you along with the former NFL wide receiver, Mike Pritchard. I'm Ben Wilson. Matt Santos doing a great job, as always, behind the glass. And just a couple hundred miles to the west of us, Mike, a little bit of panic for fans (laughs) of the Los Angeles Rams after last night, 24-9 loss to San Francisco as the Rams fall to two and two, defending Super Bowl champs, panic over there, Mike. You, you yeah. panicking a little bit on these Rams? Well, I, I mean, I'm not panicking in particular because I kind of, you know, you don't expect something like this regression. Uh, but they are different, though. Like, I think you and I, we talked about this, how each and every year in the National Football League, it's like a snowflake. It's so different. Uh, we got the rise of the Jaguars and the fall of the Rams going on right now. But, uh, no, the Rams, uh, I, I, I – liked the 49ers in the situation that they were in last night at home uh, coming back off that loss uh, against Denver on the road uh, but more specifically for the Rams uh, their offensive line they have issues up and down uh, throughout that whole offensive line right there and they're just not settled in I mean you think about Sean McVay he doesn't really get a lot of work for his guys in the preseason uh, but you know if you can figure it out with the fact that you have these offensive line issues that's one thing but if you can't, then that's another. I, I'm not panicking. I think there's still a lot more football to go uh, for the Rams. Uh, they're they're two and two. Uh, they're not out of anything, but uh, certainly some work to do to repair uh, the issues that they have on the offensive line. 
24-9, comfortable win for San Francisco, covering the closing line of the two and a pretty dead under when all was said and done under the 42. I'm glad you brought up the offensive line because everybody can conveniently point to, oh, Matthew Stafford. He didn't throw much in the preseason, had an elbow procedure, looks a little rusty. He also is missing a couple of wide receiver targets in Van Jefferson, who's still on IR, and Odell Beckham, who is now not even on the team as he rehabs back from an ACL. But it's the offensive line that, at least if you look, Mike, at last night, O-line was without David Edwards, the starting left guard, without Brian Allen, the starting center, and on the first drive of that game, backup center for the Rams in Coleman Shelton gets hurt. Mm -hmm. So you're down to your third-string center, and last time I checked, the San Francisco 49ers have a top-five pass rush in the NFL. So is this just as simple as we, we figure once the line gets back to fully healthy – should be some positivity for the Rams, especially in a team where if we compare, just going back to last year, mm -hmm. Rams did a tremendous job of protecting Matthew Stafford. Second best pressure rate allowed, just a shade over 16%. You look at this year now, 16 sacks allowed in four games. That is tied for the second most at this point in the National Football League. Right. That, to me, is a more telling sign than, oh, a quarterback who's a little rusty or a couple of wide receivers who aren't really on the same page yet. Do you believe the same thing? Yeah, I do. Absolutely, Ben. Uh, and great uh, uh, observations right there by you because I, I think a lot of people will say Matthew Stafford and his numbers are different than they were last year, but a lot has to happen. The quarterback position is the most dependent position on the field. They have to depend on the center to make sure the center quarterback exchange. They have to depend on the offensive line to make sure they're in the right protection. They got to depend on the wide receivers to run the right route. They have to depend on the running backs to pick up any blitz right uh, situation so um, it, it's the most dependent it's the most important position on the field but at the same time it's the most dependent position on the field too offensively so uh, if you can't support it if you can't support it with protection or offensive line or you you have some lack of confidence uh, with the fact that you got different guys up there then that's going to slow you down uh, and so we've seen that so far from the, the Rams offense uh, they can't run it consistently either they can't push people uh, around against their will so uh, they're struggling, you know, and, and do they figure it out? I mean, I, as a better, that's what I'm focused on. Can they figure it out? I think so. I think so. They're going to get guys back. You mentioned uh, Van Jefferson. That's going to be a big help uh, for the speed element that he presents right there. Uh, along the way to winning a Super Bowl, they picked up, I don't know, Adele Beckham Jr. That made a significant difference, too. Mm -hmm. uh, so you see Cooper Cup, as good as he is, he just doesn't have the compliment around him uh, that he did last year, too. So teams can kind of sit on stuff. Teams can read your tendencies and focus in on what you like to do. And we saw that play out last night with the 49ers defense. And the three and a half yards per play from last night, right. that would profile out to be the worst if you extrapolated it to the full season of any team by over a yard per play. Right. Washington is last right now in the league at about 4.6. You mentioning, though, the lack of weapons around Cooper Cup. Mm -hmm. It's not like I'm saying you just give a pass to the other wide receivers because Allen Robinson in four games now, <laughs> seven catches, Mike, yeah. seven yeah. in four games, 88 yards and a touchdown. That's like one good half from Cooper Cup. What, what has to change for Robinson? I have no idea what's going on with <laughs> Allen Robinson. I, I thought by being in this culture, by being with this franchise, he would be a different player. Um, but he was an elite player with Jacksonville, I guess, and is an elite player with Chicago when those guys – aren't, you know, an elite team. You know, he's not an elite. He's an elite company now, but yet he looks like he's out of place. He can't even stand upright, Ben, uh, running routes, you know, and catching the ball. And it's like his feet are coming out from under him. 
uh, which I don't know how you cut off your inside foot as a wide receiver. You know better than that, Allen Robinson. So uh, there's probably a lack of confidence going on. Uh, I saw there was a cutaway uh, of him on the sideline, and he's just sitting by himself. So I don't know if he's alienated from this team, like he doesn't feel a part of things. There could be so many factors here. Uh, hopefully, like if you follow some insiders with the Rams, we could probably figure out what's going on with them. Um, but no, he's not been any help <laughs> so far to Cooper Cup or Matthew Stafford or this entire Rams offense right now. Kind of reminded me of the, the security guard trying to take down the streaker last night who completely <laughs> ate it with the turf yeah, monster. I yeah. was thinking, oh, that kind of looked like... ACO, oh, by the way. Uh, it looked really bad. <laughs> kind of looked like Allen Robinson, yeah. though, trying he to run, uh, <laughs> run out onto did. the field. And at least the betting market, you talk about will this improvement happen mm -hmm. and when will it happen for the Rams Betting market has really soured on L.A., at least for this week. Right. The look-ahead line, Rams returning home to host Dallas in Week 5, was around 7. Now, a big reason for a natural adjustment would have been Dak Prescott, quarterback for the Cowboys, rumored to potentially returning this week. So this line had already crept down to about 5.5 at open, even before the Rams took the field last night. But we're seeing this morning, mm -hmm. the Rams are down to 4.5-point favorites. Couple of books are even touching four, still with juice to the Rams in that spot at minus 115. Bet MGM right now, uh, looking at our updated screen here at four and a half to this point. It's a big adjustment it is, for it a is. team led, at least for now, by a quarterback, Dallas's in Cooper Cup, who is the first quarterback in Cowboy history to mm -hmm. win his first four career starts. It, it kind of, to me, though, for the, for Rush and the Cowboys, it's sort of like the, the old Mike Tomzak mid-'80s thing. He started 10-0 and with the Bears. Right. Monster of the midway defense behind right. him. Because this hasn't been Rush winning games. It's the Cowboy defense winning games. Sure. And you compare a Dallas defense to a San Francisco defense that also reflects top five in most categories, that's where a lot of the concern, I would imagine, for the betting market comes on the Rams going forward this week and why you're seeing that number come way, way down. Yeah, Rush hasn't made those mistakes that you would anticipate him making, you know, in this position as a quarterback now for the Dallas Cowboys in four games, or three games. But uh, you think back to last year, too, on the road against Minnesota, right? Um, here's what's interesting. Let's have a high-level discussion about something because I know that, and, and I hear this from, uh, you know, handicappers all over the place and experts in, when it comes to, to betting, like we just talked about how important offensive line is, right? But yet the quarterback means so much to a number. So I, I think, I can't remember who said this about Dak Prescott meaning, you know, meaning like he's five more points to, to what the Dallas Cowboys are right now compared with Cooper Rush, right? But we know Cooper Rush played with the Dallas Cowboys with a compromised offensive line, but yet still avoided some mistakes. Um, I mean, I, I think how good a player is and how well a player is playing are two different things, right? So if you factor in the most dependent position on the field, which is a quarterback, how does that affect numbers in your mind in terms of when you're looking at a spread and you're looking to bet when, a lot, when teams are compromised with that offensive line? To me, I think that's more important no uh, than any quarterback in the way the quarterback is playing. Isn't it also a reflection, too, of how we've seen the play calling drastically change the last mm -hmm. three weeks for Dallas? Right, right. And clearly, for Mike McCarthy as a head coach, being in a position where you now have a second-year quarterback, a guy who is just expected to try to not screw things up if you're Cooper Rush coming in, you are in a much different position as a coach then if you had your full complement of weapons and you had a healthy offensive line, had Tyron Smith not got mm -hmm. down the left tackle right before the start of the year, 
completely changes how you operate a game. It reminds me a little bit of what's happening in Green Bay right now, where Mm -hmm. it's a very disjointed offense for Aaron Rodgers and the rest of the Packers receivers with all the new pieces there. But that infrastructure understands how good of a defense it has. Grades top five across the board in most spots. You could say the same thing about Dallas. And it's, it's almost like, I don't know if you ever were in situations like this when you played being a wide receiver where as an offense, you, you at least you have the discipline and the wherewithal to admit, hey, our defense is what's winning us games. Right. So let's just take a step back. Let's control the game and not shoot ourselves in the foot. That, to me, just from the game flow, is pretty obviously what Dallas is doing so far. Yeah, absolutely, because in, in team meetings, as an offensive player, Ben, I mean, we would sit back there and talk about our game plan and how are we going to protect this? How, how are we going to um, make sure that uh, we our blocking schemes, our protection schemes, everything's on point? Uh, you know, let alone say, okay, is John Elway or is that type of quarterback, that cali- caliber of quarterback? It's more about how do we protect and hold up against that because – that a defensive line or a defensive player or anybody a secondary that can be so disruptive to the most dependent position on the field that affects everything we, we can't function as an offense more so than the level quarterback play like cooper rush uh compared to dak prescott he's probably played better than dak with the same offense yeah uh, offensive personnel and and you wonder why that happens but from a betting standpoint you also wonder why there's so much more value at it uh just because of the quarterback situation to me uh, I think it's about the trenches in the offensive line. And then I'll extrapolate out to the quarterback position. And both teams have issues in that regard coming yeah. in. Dak Prescott set to visit with his doctor again today, checking on the progress of that uh, fractured thumb that he suffered there back in week one against Tampa. Still a lot for us to break down on the show. We have Will Hill joining us a little bit later this hour. Josh Applebaum to join next hour as well. We'll have right routes, wrong routes with Pritch. <laughs> We're excited for that at all times. Up next, though, some injury news. Tua Tagovailoa out for Miami. Speaking of quarterbacks, how is this changing the dynamic in the market? We'll discuss next year on the Lombardi Line. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality podcast this is where we discuss all things reality tv all things popular culture and a little bit of rapaport's reality the reality of us we're figuring out and if we had been recording these last four or five days it it would have been been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted on specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM. State-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in, in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. We're just getting started. Tuesday edition of the Lombardi Line with you each and every Tuesday throughout the NFL season. I'm Ben. He's Pritch. Follow him at M.I. Pritchard. Uh, we have Matt Santos as well behind the glass and the rest of our outstanding crew doing a great job as always here at Circup, downtown Las Vegas. And as we go into week five now, Mike, the injuries, mm. it only continues to get worse. And it's right. now affecting the biggest position for a number of teams, quarterbacks specifically. And in one case, especially in Miami, we have already seen one quarterback ruled out ahead of this week's matchup within the division. And that's Tua Tagovailoa. We had all the controversy around his concussion from two weeks ago, allowed to play last Thursday night in Cincinnati, suffers another injury as well, and he's now already ruled out. It's Teddy Bridgewater. It's the Dolphins on the road in about a six-point favorite role when this was a a look-ahead line here before we knew the status of Tagovailoa. Now it's about three. Mm -hmm. Dolphins in some books have gone to three and a half, but the juice to the underdog here on the New York Jets So you look at Teddy Bridgewater, who comes in, 75th career appearance it will be for him at MetLife Stadium this weekend. And the Jets have come up with back-to-back, I should say, uh, throughout the first four weeks, two different wins here in epically dramatic fashion to go to two and two so far on the year with Zach Wilson's first appearance being lackluster is a fair word, 252 yards through the air on 50% completions, a touchdown and two picks. On the Wilson front of this in the Jets, you think the Jets win that game if Joe Flacco is the quarterback? That's probably where we have to start, right? Okay. When evaluating the Jets? Um, you know, Flacco, for what he is, there's no more upside there. You know, I, I think 
there's an evaluation out there in New York for your quarterback, and you're trying to figure out, you got about 20 games to figure out if, if Zach Wilson's going to be the guy or not. 20 to 24 games typically is when you kind of have the evidence uh, that your quarterback's ready to go or not ready to go, but certainly to be your franchise guy. Um, so they're still evaluating right that right there. I mean, to me, the Jets uh, are winning because Robert Sala has changed the culture. Like, and, and I thought that was his mission number one. Uh, whenever the Jets win, it's going to be because of Robert Sala, the head coach, changing the culture. Uh, you look at the defense, too, for, uh, for the Jets, Ben. They have so many different parts and so many last-chance players on that mm -hmm. team. Uh, in other words, they had a lot of veterans on that side of the ball that, look, the Jets are your last opportunity right now uh, to be a starter. And they're making the most of it. You know, Robert Sala, again, changing the culture that way. The defense probably feels like they can keep, team, keep the team in it. Uh, can Zach Wilson make enough plays to help them win games? We're still trying to find that out, you know. But Joe Flacco has hit a ceiling. You know what you have there. Uh, to answer your question, probably they, they probably don't win. Uh, with, with Flacco. Uh, Even with I, I, the two picks thrown by Wilson. Well, yeah, because you're going to get that from a rookie quarterback, and you know that. Um, I, I think you're just going to compensate. But uh, it to me, it's more about can your team rally around who's ever back there, and, and can that quarterback present an opportunity for everybody to rally around themselves or that quarterback. Now, they did that against Flacco, uh, against Cleveland. I, I give them credit for that. But you have to see what you have with Zach Wilson uh, you can't oscillate between him and Flacco at this point. No doubt. Yeah. I bring it up because yeah. you go from down 13, under right. two minutes to go at Cleveland if you're the Jets. Come back, win the game. Mm -hmm. Down by 10 with Pittsburgh moving into your own territory with under four minutes to go in the game, and you somehow find a way to win that. All right. And you juxtapose that with a defense that as much as everything you say is true, Mike, on this being the last chance for a number of starters under head coach Robert Sala's scheme, mm -hmm. still 29th against the pass this season on EPA per play per dropback, measuring quarterback success through the air. And so you now face uh, Teddy Bridgewater, who we assign this career backup role to. Mm -hmm. But how big of a downgrade do you view that actually being in the long run, at least for this game, when it is a bottom three defense right now in the right. Jets? Well, they're facing a starting quarterback. I mean, you think about Bridgewater. He started all last year for the Broncos. And so it's not like... He's a, a journeyman backup quarterback. He's a journeyman quarterback in terms of his career, but uh, in terms of enough starts and, and, and the fact that he brings that type of experience to a team, uh, he's right there, right? And so I, I think the Jets, are they facing Tua? Is this a different caliber quarterback? It's a right-handed offense now. So that completely flips everything that you might have thought that you needed to prepare for with Tua. Uh, so it's more conventional. Uh, maybe you can come up with uh, – uh, certain packages to combat Teddy and what he does and what he doesn't do well, uh, obviously. But, uh, no, I, I, the Jets have a legitimate chance at this one. They really do. I mean, I know what you said about their defense. You're there. a believer. Uh, well, I'm a believer in the change of culture. And when you mm -hmm. see that, it gives it gives a ch the Jets a chance to be competitive. Like, I don't care how many draft picks the Jets could have. I don't care how many first-rounders they could uh, accumulate on their team. If you don't have the right culture, the right situation with your players, then it just doesn't matter. Uh, and we've seen that happen with the Jets for a number of years. But now that you have uh, seemingly uh, an adjustment with the culture, now it gives the Jets a chance to be more competitive each and every week. Yeah. I, uh, you, you, are, you know more than anybody since you've been in the locker rooms. You know what it's like when teams have that culture change. Mm -hmm. But what you also said about the Dolphins reigns really true, especially in a matchup like this mm -hmm. where – Keep in mind, the Dolphins signed Teron Armstead to be a left tackle, to be a blindside protector, even though the starting quarterback is left-handed and so does not even need to use that. 
Well, now that's flipped around. Teddy right. Bridgewater comes in as the quarterback. And not only that, we sit in, in these week-to-week scenarios and say, okay, it's a backup. You have to downgrade a team. But that's a little bit, it's a little bit lazy to do that comparison when Teddy Bridgewater, like you point out, has had experience as a legit starter, 73 touchdowns to 40 interceptions, for what it's worth, on the mm-hmm. numbers throughout his 74 career appearances in this spot. So to me, while the line move is justified based on a, a slight drop-off at the quarterback position, a little heavy to go all the way down to that flat three, especially as we know the home field advantage it has gone down well south now of the full three points at this point. Right. And so you're, you're telling me the Jets have a, a slight edge at home, uh, at least in this particular spot. I'm not, re- I'm not necessarily buying it with how good we've seen Miami when at full health. Right, right. I mean, Miami fully healthy is interesting. I mean, defensively, there's question marks about their secondary, though, uh, in terms of health and, and yeah, you know, soft true. tissue injuries. Uh, we know the Jets, they had a solid draft. I mean, I think a lot of people were excited about the win total with the Jets and betting it over because of the draft situation uh, of the Jets. And, and now you insert Zach Wilson, who, by the way, my evaluation of him, he's a pure pocket passer. You know, if, if he learns to play the game, uh, if he learns and starts to understand what it takes to be a franchise quarterback in the National Football League, he should be okay. He really should be okay. And, and so, uh, now it's the Jets, all right? I mean, our opinion about the Jets is there and it's valid. Uh, but I, I just think about the culture shift uh, from Robert Sala, uh, and, and I think about how the guys are rallying behind that a little bit uh, from a competitive standpoint. I'm looking at the Jeffs differently. I understand why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, ready. I'm not, not ready. <laughs> Two wins okay. completely out of the inner reaches of sure. I don't know where, what could easily be 0-4 If right I told now. you how difficult it was as a bad team to get a win in the National Football League, though, like totally if, if, if you are a horrible team, and we know the Jets to be a horrible franchise, but yet they have two wins right now, when they probably have zero business having two wins, I mean, it is difficult. It's difficult for good teams to put together uh, some wins or consecutive wins or, 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 or a couple wins or winning games when you think that you shouldn't win it. Um, but when you're a bad team and a horrible team and enough evidence of that, then to get two wins right now, I mean, I think I wouldn't say remarkable, but certainly a step in the right direction for that franchise. Well, each of these two teams, Dolphins and Jets, they faced Baltimore already. So they've had the, the big measuring stick against a perceived top team in the AFC yep. North. Baltimore dealing with injury issues of their own, where head coach John Harbaugh comes out yesterday, says Rashad Bateman going to be limited, the wide receiver, at least to start practice uh, this week after he was hurt, kept on the sidelines for the fourth quarter there, uh, mid-foot injury being dealt with for Rashad Bateman. And I, I bring that up because the other wide receivers not named Rashad Bateman so far, Mike, they have combined for 26 targets. 26 in yeah. four games. That's 23% of the entire team's total target share. And to put that in perspective, Mark Andrews has 36 all on his own, and he is a tight end yeah. who is the leading receiver for Baltimore. A little bit of Bengal money early this week, down to three, still a little bit of juice on Baltimore. But this did open Ravens laying the three and the hook at home for okay. Sunday night next week. Yep. How concerned would you be with an already lackluster wide receiver core potentially compromised here at that position? Well, a little compromised, but they're still averaging almost 30 points a game, right? Uh, and so, I mean, I think the variety of offense from the Ravens, you don't worry about that. Uh, you do worry about their defense uh, more so. Are they wearing down? Are they aging? Uh, are they just not communicating the right way uh, against the Bengals team that seemingly is figuring it out? The total is, what, 48 and a half here? Uh, it's a divisional game, though. Divisional game, and those are always tricky. But the Ravens, I, I think even with the situation with Bateman, I mean, uh, this is a prolific offense. 
Lamar Jackson and his evolution at quarterback ha has made this offense uh, that potent, uh, in my opinion. Be right, though, that the concern is it's all defense, no matter yeah. what injuries are there offensively, because the Ravens and the 2011 Vikings now, the only teams in NFL history to lose multiple games in their first four after leading by at least 17 points. Ridiculous that those two teams are the only ones in NFL history to have done that. We'll talk some of the games Mike has an eye on for week five when we return here to the Lombardi line. You're listening to the Lombardi line on VSEN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. The NHL season is almost here and our hockey betting experts are ready for all the action. The VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide is available now with strategies and best bets for the season ahead. Get in-depth analysis from our hockey experts, including Andy McNeil with predictions for teams and players, win totals, daily betting tips, season-long trends to watch, plus three things every new NHL better should know. This guide is a must-have with key insights and data for both avid hockey bettors and those new to the sport. Give yourself an edge this season and get the VEASAN Hockey Season Prep Guide by becoming a VEASAN Pro subscriber today at vcin.com slash subscribe. Still to come this hour on the Lombardi line, Will Hill going to join us in about 15 minutes, but as we welcome you back, I'm excited for this. Get the games Mike Pritchard is already eyeing for week five. It's fun. It's only Tuesday. Right. Mike, you already have some games you're eyeing, and we'll start with one of the teams we saw last night, San Francisco. I know so much of the discussion coming off the Monday night victory for the Niners is What's wrong with the Rams as the defending Super Bowl champions now sitting at two and two? But let's give some credit to San Francisco, right. a team that had a pretty distinct plan at quarterback mm -hmm. in Trey Lance coming into the season, had that wiped out in the first quarter of week two, and now with Jimmy Garoppolo have found a way at least to bounce back after a disappointing loss week three on the road at Denver, get the win going away last night. And I have to think as a former wide receiver, you watch Debo Samuel, oh, and you man. just go, wow, that guy yeah. is special. Yeah, he is special. Uh, great player. Uh, you know, he's uh, just an all-around awesome, awesome player uh, and fun to watch for sure. Uh, but the concerning part of it is the quarterback, though, Jimmy G, Jimmy Garoppolo, because it's like it's, it's ongoing. The reasons why Kyle Shanahan and, and the 49ers wanted to move on from Jimmy G uh, and now they're forced to have them, but yet Jimmy G just can't skew the offense to the level it needs to get to. Like, I've been on the 49ers the last two weeks. Uh, last, obviously, last night, on minus one and a half, the prior week uh, on the road uh, as that line shift uh, against the Broncos uh, as a favorite, road favorite, uh, and they came up short. You know, mistakes at the end of the game or throughout the game from Jimmy G. You can make excuses about Trent Williams and all these other injuries, but there are still plays out there for Jimmy Garoppolo to make, and he just can't make them. He just can't make them, and and it's, it's mind-boggling why he can't. I mean, it's the plays are there to be made, but just last night you see him miss players and and, and throw the ball uh, beyond their reach or or not connect, and you're just like, why is he like that? Why is he continuing to play this way, uh, even though this roster is so supportive and so good? Uh, so you know, when you look at this number, it opens at three, gets bets up, bet up to what six and a half now. The Niners at Carolina, Carolina this week. Yeah. Another team with some quarterback issues. But can Jimmy G skew it that high? You know what I'm saying? Like, can he help propel this offense that high on the road uh, on a short week? Uh, and, and to me, again, I go back to the most dependent position on the field, which is a quarterback. And uh, if you can have answers, say Carolina has an answer to take away Debo. Say, say Carolina has an answer to slow down the rushing attack. Can Jimmy G by himself 
uh, cover this number on the road. And it's like, I can't see it. I, I can't see it. Um, but, you know, on the other side, too, you mentioned Carolina. They're struggling uh, offensively. They can make mistakes. Baker, uh, he is mistake-prone. We know that. He, uh, he has set his ways, too, in, in terms of lack of discipline at times. So uh, defensively, you know, like, just like last night, can the 49ers skew it and the fact that they can score defensively, mm-hmm. you know, that, that can help yeah. you, and that gives you some confidence in, in a number like this on the road. What did Michael Scott once say in the office? Why are you the way that you are? It's basically <laughs> what Mike Pritchard just said <laughs> at, at Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> right. The ESPN QBR rating, which isn't a perfect metric by any means, mm-hmm. but takes into account overall quarterback performance, not just the raw completion percentages. Garoppolo's QBR on a scale of 1 to 100 last night, mm-hmm. 47.4. Basically just shy of average. And Matthew Stafford, who turned the ball over twice, was sacked seven times, had his team only put up nine points. Stafford's was 42.2. So most people come away from that game thinking, awful Stafford performance. But yet that at least metric reflects that Jimmy Garoppolo as a quarterback for the Niners, Mm -hmm. not that much better last night. And it's why I brought up Debo Samuel to you as the wide receiver. Six catches for 115 yards and a touchdown. His impact immeasurable. I just wonder, though, when you flip this to the Carolina side, when you have a San Francisco defense that is number one in the NFL in defensive yards per play, tied for second in the league in fewest yards per drive allowed, Mm -hmm. and you bring that into Baker Mayfield, who is a quarterback, last place quarterback in the league of basically any metric. I always look at the completion percentage over expected combined with EPA per play. Two pretty telling advanced metrics. Mayfield is at the bottom. He is the worst quarterback among all qualifiers. And you're combining that with a San Francisco defense that's absolutely elite. And you throw in uh, all those things you just said on the Niners, short week, issues for Jimmy Garoppolo. How are we getting to 39 and a half in this game? That's that's the question on the total here, well, right? Sure, sure it is. I mean, can you see a scenario in which both quarterbacks are turning the ball over, both defenses or a defense in particular scores points? I mean, you skew a total that way. Uh, but to put into context, the, 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 I'm so fascinated by this too. Uh, with Jimmy G and Kyle Shanahan. And there's a little bit of friction there, right? And Kyle Shanahan is 41 and 44 as a head coach. Uh, he's got a losing record. Now, Jimmy G, as a six-year starter, he's 32 and 15. So in other words, Jimmy G and those 32 wins accounts for all those wins for Kyle Shanahan as a head coach with the 49ers, uh, but yet he wanted to move on from him. Think about that for a minute. As a head coach, you've got 41 wins, and your quarterback accounts for 32 of them, and you wanted to move on from them. But you can see it, though. You can see that the offense is so limited with Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's just a matter of time before people catch up to it, right? And so Carolina in, in a spot at home defensively, maybe they can catch up to it on a short week uh, because Jimmy G can't skew it. But if you are backing the 49ers, if you do want to lay it, then you have to depend on their defense scoring points. It's wild when you think about it just in that <laughs> right. exact frame. But I mentioned how Baker Mayfield last in a lot of these metrics, including in completion percentage over expectation, yeah. which is basically a measure of how good is a quarterback relative to the throws that are in front of him. And mm-hmm. should he be completing the passes that are set up for him in the scheme? The one good thing for Jimmy Garoppolo traditionally is that he's been a very accurate quarterback. He was top five in that metric last year. And usually the scheme sets up for him to take advantage of guys in open space. But through his two starts so far, he's 30th out of the 32 qualified starters. 
clearly not the same level of accuracy that we've seen in the past. And it leads us to question whether you can really lay a near full touchdown on the road with San Francisco. So that's game one that you're mm -hmm. looking at yep. for this week. Six and a half now is where that line after look ahead was Niners minus three opened San Francisco minus four and a half before the game last night up to six and a half in most spots there for this week. 49ers at Carolina. Let's go to a game in the in the AFC West mm -hmm. big divisional spot. We were talking divisional matchups early on in uh, earlier in the show, but we have a renewal of a rivalry, Mike Raiders Chiefs this week, and it is the Monday night game for week five to wrap up the week. Chiefs about a touchdown favorite off of the emotional high powered win 41 31 in Tampa on Sunday night and you take on a Raiders team that is off the schneid. You were correct last week, Mike. They were running the right routes, just not catching the touchdowns. Right. But they finally caught some touchdowns. Divisional matchup, big rivalry, primetime spot. Is there an angle to look at with a Raider chief line that is pretty much a flat seven market wide? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, before the show started, uh, we were talking with Matt Santos, our producer, in terms of, you know, when you can notice a team getting up for a game. Like San Francisco last night, they got up for that game. I mean, it was an intense situation and, uh, you can think about how physical that game was, too. Uh, same thing with the Raiders in a desperate spot at, at home against the Broncos, a rivalry situation. They got up for that game. Josh McDaniels, old team as a head coach, and all, they got up for that game. Kansas City uh, on the road against Tampa, big stage. They got up for that game. Can they get up for this one at home? Now, it is Arrowhead, and I think the pedigree from Kansas City suggests that from a, from a consistency standpoint, they're going to be fine. But are they going to get up to the same level that they did against Tampa? To me, that's not going to be the same. Now, the, the energy and the environment will be different. That will help them, though, from that level uh, because it is a rivalry situation with the Raiders. And, and on, the, on the other side, can the Raiders and this new regime and this team, even though they're immensely talented, can they be consistent now? Uh, but, you know, you look at the situation from a betting standpoint, Josh, this is a big number uh, within the division. Uh, and from a roster standpoint, I don't know if roster-wise they are that significantly different when you factor in everything. Now, quarterback excuse it towards Kansas City big time because Derek Carr at times can be that, be that guy, but then for whatever reason, he's not that guy. But it, for me, from a betting standpoint, to get inside this number, if Derek Carr can be that guy with this team on the road, they have a good chance of getting inside that number, though. Overall talent, it's totally fair yeah. to look at that point. I would just counter with a head coach in Josh McDaniels, who in this last week's game against Denver, mm -hmm. tries an onside kick <laughs> up 10-7 in the second quarter. At home, though. At, at home. Sees where there were a bajillion Bronco fans. You see <laughs> right. that crowd? I did. I did. I mean, it was. <laughs> I knew all of them in there, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I know you did as the former Denver Bronco yeah. himself. But to give up a couple of different punt right. returns for over 20 yards, I'm not sold at all on Josh yeah. McDaniels. It okay. was another sloppy performance from the Raiders. Get away with it. You have a pretty big step up in class now going to Kansas City, taking on the Chiefs. Those are just a couple of Mike Pritchard's early look-ahead games to Week 5. We'll see what Will Hill's on. Will's got some plays for us on the other side as we continue to talk Week 5. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 
Terms and conditions apply. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. 
This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In the NFL. Listening to the Lombardi Line on VSEN with Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one game parlay on any Major League Baseball game and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport, regardless of your bet's outcome. Log into your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport. And you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks, Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued is non-withdrawable. Free bets are site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. We also have our pro tip of the hour as we welcome you back to the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. You ready for this, Mike? What's that? Our pro tip of the hour. Yes, I am ready. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> when there are obvious discrepancies in personnel, it can represent really good in-game betting value in a game-to-game situation for the National Football League. Great example would be last night, in-game, Rams already down two offensive linemen. 
lose their backup center early in that game and against a dynamic pass rush of the San Francisco side, top five across the lead in most metrics, you ended up being in a position where either in-game unders or what I did, Rams team total in-game under 16 and a half was the number I had that at, mm-hmm. can represent really good value. When you see right away obvious discrepancies in the key personnel areas, Yeah, that, that is our pro tip of the hour. I like that pro tip. Absolutely, absolutely like that pro tip. Look at that. We even got a little jingle know, with it, too. I, I know. Every pro tip that searchable on, v- on vsin.com. <laughs> there we go. Our NFL pro tip of the hour on the Lombardi line. Great segue, too, into welcoming in a true pro. And that is Will Hill. You follow at not the Will Hill. We were just talking Niners, Will. And you're, you sounds like you and Mike are thinking along the same wavelength here as we have the Niners in an interesting situational spot at Carolina here this week. Yeah, I might need to catch my breath for a minute. That pro tip, you you oh. can only do 19 for the day. That should be worth two pro tips. That was uh, <laughs> right? that was really good. Um, yeah, I like guy. Carolina here. I just I make the number closer to six. To me, this is a number grab. It's a little bit of a, it, it's definitely a reaction, but I think it's a little bit of an overreaction to what was maybe the worst offensive game we've seen by any team all year. Carolina, that game on Sunday, uh, was not easy on the eyes. That was a brutal performance by Baker and by Carolina. And then it, of course, San Francisco looks impressive on Monday night. So I think this is an overreaction where you have a team laying seven on the road after a huge win. Uh, This is just a number grab here. I I did bet Carolina plus the seven. Yeah, I mean, number grabs are important. Uh, Certainly, that's another pro tip, I would imagine, right? I mean, uh, considering, you know, the 49ers on the road this year, Will, uh, what, 10 points against Chicago, 10 points against the Broncos, and here you go on a short week uh, again. Now, say what you will about Carolina offensively. Defensively, maybe you can see some signs of improvement on that side of the ball, though. Yeah, and and you're looking at a game where you're getting a touchdown. It's a low total. You have a desperate team in Carolina. Where look, if they found a way to win, you know, one of these last few games, they were in the Giants game. They were in that opening game. Uh, that's a division now where Tampa's starting to show some cracks. I don't right. think they're really a contender, but uh, if they were two and two instead of one and three, they'd be right there with Tampa and with Atlanta. So I think you're getting a more desperate team, a team that's probably playing for its season, probably playing for its coach um, going forward here. So I think getting a touchdown is a good bet here with the Panthers. Panthers have now trickled down a little bit in the market to plus six and a half. But as Will was talking about, look ahead, Niners minus three, even at four and a half before Monday night's game, as high as seven before a little bit of that Panther buyback coming to six and a half. Speaking of games that have had significant line moves dependent on new quarterbacks now, we've seen this Dallas Rams move pretty significantly uh, as we're now sitting at the moment. Will, a couple books have even touched four here. Rams laying it at home against Dallas. Still a bunch of four and a halfs in the market. We don't know if Dak Prescott, the Cowboy quarterback, will be returning for this game. Either way, there's an angle you like. What is it? You know, a few years ago, the Lakers went all in and traded all their assets, got Anthony Davis, won a championship, and never really made a run into another one, it doesn't look like. I'm kind of getting that feeling with the Rams where they went all in, won a championship. I don't know that they're going to get back or even get back close. They just, they have so many issues, and this is a fade on the Rams. They can't protect, you know, they can't block. They don't really have any weapons other than Cup, who just seems to get, you know, 30 targets a game. Like It's crazy. Stafford is either old and washed up or hurt. Uh, I could only take the points here with Dallas. To me, the Rams are a mess on offense. I kind of think they won their title. I don't know that they're going to get back to, you know, even playoff second round, that kind of thing. To me, this Rams team has all sorts of issues. So I like Dallas in this game. And I should have mentioned this with San Fran, but I can mention it here. I think getting plus 115, plus 120 on San Francisco to win the division is a great bet. You're getting plus money. Uh, San Francisco, to me, looks like the better team than the Rams. They already have a head-to-head victory against the Rams, so the tiebreaker scenario favors them. 
doesn't look like Arizona or Seattle is going to be in that neighborhood where they're in the mix for winning a division. So I really like San Francisco here at plus money to win the division. And I like Dallas in this game. To me, the Rams have all sorts of issues. At MGM, Mike, both of these teams, yeah. Rams and Niners, still plus 120 co-favorites. Yeah. So as Will's talking about this, this if you are believing in everything Will just said, mm -hmm. and those are all valid points, could be the last week or couple of weeks that you have that opportunity before that flips to Niners favored pretty significantly, I'd say. Yeah, I'll vision. support what Will was saying here because, you know, you think about the Rams and it's a great point, Will, uh, and how they built their team to win a Super Bowl. Uh, they didn't look towards the future, right? They don't have draft picks here that they've developed or that could step in and be ready to go. I mean, they, they went the veteran route. They went the high price route. Uh, so if they find themselves in a situation where there's a lot of injuries, even though they're not playing well right now, right? Uh, their depth concerns are real. Uh, I don't know if people can just step in. We thought we think about their secondary uh, and the situation against the 49ers. A lot of injuries already on that side of the ball. So I don't know how the Rams fix themselves uh, if they can't do that from within uh, with their roster. Yeah, they refer to it as a stars and scrubs model. You got seven or eight superstars, right. then you got a bunch of guys just sort of filling up, uh, you know, roster spots. What, what did you guys think of Stafford? Do you think he's washed up? Do you think he's just hurt? That was a uh, a tough performance to watch last night, or you just think it's the offensive line? What do you guys we think? We both made the case yeah. more offensive line mm -hmm. than anything, but yeah. when Allen Robinson is giving you seven catches through four games, yeah. not exactly helping out his quarterback. So yeah. I, to me, to me, well, I I definitely tend to side with the general thought that this narrative on Stafford being totally washed is a little overblown. Mm -hmm. Having said all that, hasn't inspired exactly. Yeah, Van Jefferson coming confidence. back. Yeah, Van Jeff Jefferson might coming coming back might help uh, Will, but I, I don't know how much that's going to help for for numbers moving forward though. I think it was a Lions beat reporter who tweeted out, "Hey, there's so much to make so much made about Stafford's elbow and that he's hurt. His elbow was hurt, and, and he made the point, "Hey, I've seen this before. Stafford's yeah. back is bothering him. I forget what certain cues or tells yeah. he was basing that on. Remember, Stafford's a guy he's always beat up. Yep. He was always beat up with Detroit, and it's not just the elbow. He's had back issues in the past." As, and you get up your mid to late 30s here, you know, somebody with back issues, that's not something that usually goes no away. Doubt. Yeah. Again, you can follow Will at not the Will Hill, outstanding VEASAN contributor for us. So as we turn the page to week five now, bit of a return to normalcy as far as seeing some legitimate favorites this week. We're, we're past the whole stretch of all these really tightly lined games. Couple of big favorites on the card that I know have your attention. Let's start in London Giants and Packers. First time we see the Packers ever go across the pond to London. What's your angle here? Yeah, this is one you might be able to sleep in for. When you look at who the Giants are starting at quarterback, first of all, they got all sorts of receivers issues. Uh, they were snapping the ball directly to Barkley, which really wasn't a bad idea because they just don't have a lot of weapons here other than Barkley. And you might be getting a third string quarterback. I saw they worked out Jake Fromm of all people today. So uh, it, it could State be Davis Webb at quarterback. Wow. Absolutely. So I think if you're going to bet this and you're going to bet Green Bay, bet it now. If you're going to bet the Giants, wait, because I see nothing but Green Bay money coming in, especially once the clarity uh, on this giant quarterback situation is sort of resolved. So I think this closes 10, maybe 10 and a half. Again, this is just a number grab. I, I think this goes to double digits. So I will lay the eight here with Green Bay. Will, looking at this next game too, Minnesota laying a number uh, minus seven here. I mean, are you starting to see teams kind of assert themselves now that we're into October? Uh, and therefore, you kind of have the, the feel for each team, like Chicago, uh, not catching, uh, catching these points on, on the road here. But Minnesota, a chance to lay it there as a favorite at home. I like Minnesota, uh, and, and I was not impressed at all. Even though they're three and one, I thought that was a terrible performance at the end of that game the other day. You're up, tw you're up three with 25 seconds left. Saints have no timeouts. 
We've seen this before. Chiefs Bills kick the ball inbounds. Then the first play from scrimmage just mug the receivers. It wastes, mm-hmm. you know, you waste six or seven seconds on the kickoff. You can waste seven or eight seconds um, by holding the receivers. Before you know it, the game's over. They let Olave get a clean release. He gets a 30-yard catch. And before you know it, Saints almost tie with a field goal. So I am not high on the Vikings. I just think this is a great matchup because their big weakness, they cannot defend the forward pass at all. Luckily, they get a situation here against the Bears where they can't complete a forward pass. We know their issues in terms of the passing game uh, with getting fields and those receivers on track. So to me, this is a situation. I don't know that the Bears can get to more than you know 10 or 13 points against anybody. So I think the Vikings will be in the 20s. I think the Vikings here laying this seven points is, uh, is a good bet. So I bet Minnesota here. Yeah, pretty much a flat seven across mm-hmm. the board right now. Pretty good teaser combo too will those two games you're talking about i like it i like it down to two for the packers down to one for minnesota at home in that spot against chicago at not the will hill he's will hill he gives us great content every single tuesday on the lombardi line thank you sir great stuff as always and good to see you all right thanks for having me guys see ya all right i like that will brought up those divisional odds too in the nfc west we need to dive a little deeper into those nfc west's odds are tight nfc north speaking of the packers and vikings those odds have really tightened up as well. Both teams off to three and one starts. We'll discuss those next. Josh Applebaum to join us in about a half hour as well. Still a lot to get to in hour number two here on the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.